important to know to manage the plants once they bear fruit. After harvesting, McCollum explains, vanilla beans are sorted and grated. They're then blanched in hot water to halt fermentation and placed in large containers to sweat for 36 to 48 hours. It's when the beans start to change from green to brown and start to develop aroma, he says. From there, the beans undergo alternating periods of sun-drying during the day and sweating at night, a journey that lasts between 5 and 15 days and ends with a period of slow drying. This usually occurs indoors, in a well-ventilated room where beans are placed on racks, McCollum says. It can take up to 30 days, depending on the grade. The entire process, from growing and pollinating to drying, curing, and preparing for export, takes around one year. About five to seven pounds of green vanilla beans are needed to produce one pound of processed vanilla. Yet another reason why vanilla is one of the most expensive spices in the world, second only to saffron. But the reality is that very little of the vanilla we consume comes from those precious pods. Today, most of what we eat is actually artificial vanilla flavoring. As Ian Fraser, a professor of agri-environmental economics at the University of Kent, recently wrote in the conversation, less than 1% of the total global market in vanilla flavor is actually sourced from vanilla beans. In the late 19th century, scientists figured out how to derive vanillin, the dominant compound that gives vanilla its signature aroma, from less expensive sources. These included eugenol, a chemical compound found in clove oil, and lignin, which is found in plants, wood pulp, and even cow feces. Today, about 85% of vanillin comes from guaiacol that's synthesized from petrochemicals. This isn't something many of us realize because labeling can be confusing. In short, vanilla is the plant. Vanillin is one of up to 250 chemical compounds that make up the flavor we know as vanilla. The Food and Drug Administration broadly defines natural flavors as those derived from a spice, fruit, or fruit juice, vegetable or vegetable juice, edible yeast, herb, bark, bud, root, leaf, or similar plant material, whose significant function in food is flavoring rather than nutritional. Artificial flavoring, on the other hand, is defined as being derived from substances outside of those parameters, even if the chemical composition of the two products are similar. Imitation vanillin, or artificial vanilla extract, are essentially the same compounds as from the vanilla bean, explains food scientist Annaline Pariachi. But they are extracted from different byproducts. So what's the distinction? There is a distinct difference when used in ice cream, Pariachi says. Real extract is thicker and darker in color and speckled with seed fragments. Vanillin produced naturally in the bean varies from place to place, which results in different flavor profiles. Imitation vanillin, extracted from lignin or guaiacol, is very standard rather than distinct. She adds that when used in cookies and cakes, professional taste panelists have not been able to determine a difference in flavor between real and artificial vanilla because many ancillary flavor compounds diminish when heated. Right now, this demand for inexpensive vanilla flavoring comes with an environmental cost. According to research in the American Chemical Society's journal, Industrial and Engineering Chemistry Research, the production of these compounds creates a stream of wastewater that requires treatment before it can be released into surface water. Catalysts currently used in the manufacturing of vanillin are polluting and can only be used one time. In response, the authors have developed a new catalyst that separates out the vanillin but removes the polluting step. This catalyst could theoretically be reused, and they hope lead to more environmentally friendly ways of manufacturing the alluring compound.
That synthetic vanillin will be badly needed because prices for real vanilla are subject to more than just consumer whims. On March 7, 2017, Cyclone Inawo struck Madagascar, the country where the majority of the world's vanilla is grown. The devastating storm was the third biggest cyclone on record and hit a country already grappling with years of drought. Two of the largest vanilla-producing regions in Madagascar, Antala and Sambava, were directly impacted. According to a March 8th market report from vanilla supplier Cook Flavoring Company, the preliminary field reports are shocking. They said most of the crop, 90 to 100% in Antala, is destroyed, and 80% of the crop in Sambava. There is no doubt that the cyclone will have severe negative impact on the vanilla market, according to the report. Josephine Lockhead, the company's president, predicts the losses could lead to hurricane vanilla that is harvested prematurely. The quality of this vanilla will be very poor, she writes. It's the equivalent to harvesting California.